If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. You're listening to the final cast on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brad. Josh is out because he came down with the Rona. Ooh. So, um, Hope you get better, Josh. Yeah, he, he's getting better. I talked to him. So, uh, yeah, we got Armando filling in for him. So, yeah. How you doing? Pretty good, man. I'll try to do my best. I don't have the Josh look, so <laughs> sorry for the ladies that, that are in YouTube right now. That's all you got. Catch Panda's not here. I hope you get I better, Josh. Go ahead. What's up? Sorry. I hope you get better, Josh. Cheers. Yeah, me too. Take care it, of yourself. It sounds bro. like he is, though, so it's all good. Cool, cool. It's all good. But, yeah, uh, this episode – well, last week – we uh, talked about maybe doing an episode of products that we didn't like since last week we did a pro- uh, segment on products we did like. So yeah, I think we're going to do that this week. Talk about some of the products that we've used that we didn't really care for. Um, I, I kind of want to keep this segment honest. I don't always want to talk about the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So throw some stuff out there. Uh, let people know why. This this stuff is the reason why we don't like it. And all that kill stuff. some of, kill some of the sponsors that Brian is trying to get. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I think you. I think you agree. He would agree. I mean, we're not gonna like slam a whole company or anything. Yeah. Just because some of these companies I have on my list, they make other great products on top of yeah. the thing that I didn't like. So it's all good. But um. I was going to say something completely lost my train of thought. That's my bad. See, you know, I'm <laughs> screwing up. Like you're not, you're not, you don't have that chemistry like you do with the trash man. Though. So <laughs> it's all good. It's oh, all good. no. I remember Jimmy couldn't make it tonight either because he was recording with Dan or something. But uh, yeah, I would have liked to have him on too because he wanted to. He was like, oh, I got some good ones to talk about. <laughs> but uh, cool. cool. Let, let's get into it, man. Um, I got a few products here i gotta pull them up on my uh notes i got a few products 
uh, here that I want to talk about. But let's jump into you. What's the first one you want to talk about? Um, the first one that when, when you came up with this idea immediately, the first one that popped up in my mind is uh, the Crank Stick by Bass Pro Shops. Crank I think, stick. yeah, it is... To me, it is a piece of crap. It's one of those rods where I think they have them for like $50 now, but when they came out, it was $100 or somewhere around that. Um, and it was designed for crankbait, you know. Mm -hmm. So I bought it. I thought, you know, let's give it a try. And, you know, they brought a lot of hype into it when they came out. And to me, that that thing just sucks. I'm, I'm not an expert and... If you watch my latest um, post on Instagram, there's still sometimes where I lose a big fish mm -hmm. because of mistakes that I make and stuff like that. And sometimes they just come off, you know, sometimes just yeah, baskets the best of you, no matter who you are. I'm sure every expert, every angler out there, whether it's KVD or Ike or Russ Snyder at some point has lost a big fish. Mm -hmm. Right. But on this case, on this um, rod, it was just way too consistent. I was missing fish on this. I was mm -hmm. I I would have fish jump and spit the hook out with ease. The only time that I noticed they wouldn't come up if when they had that perfect hook set where it just comes through the top of the mouth, you know, it doesn't get any soft tissue, it gets all the hard mm -hmm. tissue. And when that happens, and a lot of time that's all depending on how aggressive the bat the bass is attacking your bait more than your head hook set because if he's just leisurely trying to catch up to your bait and no matter how hard you set the hook if it only gets skin deep it's only going to get skin deep you mm -hmm. know so on situations like that on um, i would miss a lot of bass on that, that crank stick and the only times i wouldn't miss it is when it was just that deep deep um hook set that catches like hard cartilage, you know, not that soft skin. And that's what I noticed. Okay, the problem, some of it is my fault, but a lot of it is this rod doesn't have that par parabolical bend. Screw that word up there. Parabolical. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> that allows it to pin down um that bass where it needs when it needs to, when it's when it's not a perfect hook set. And again, a lot of times it's just not in your in your control you know it all de really depends on how the bass you know attacks your lure so i switch rods um and since this, this is not i don't want to do a shameless plug um or anything like that i'm not going to go into which rods i switch to or anything like that i just say i switch to a high-end rod mm -hmm. um and uh i've every now and then i'll get a mess hook set but for the most part i see a lot of times now where i can hauling that fish that just have that very skinny, you know, just barely under the skin hook set. Or those that when you pick up the bass, the bait just fall out, falls out of its mouth. Yeah. So that's what, to me, it's like, you see, it's not necessarily something that I was doing wrong, although occasionally it could be, but it's just that, that what got, that, that particularly rod this is something that I'm thankful for. Is that what the particular rod opened my eyes to? Don't bargain sh shop for cheap rods. Don't cheat yourself trying to get cheap rods. Um, again, sometimes, you know, if, if your financial situation 
doesn't allow you to get a hand, uh, high-end rods and try to look for deals, you know, like sales, Black Fridays mm -hmm. kind of stuff or, you know, gift cards and stuff like that that you might earn in some other way to try to save you money. But if if you can, try to avoid those cheap rods. And that crank stick by Bass Pro Shop is it's just I, I lost way too many fish on that. And since I switched, I haven't lost that many. What what uh, action rod was that? What length? That that's what also got me out of it. It was a crank stick, and contrary to conventional wisdom, it was a fast uh, action uh, rod, mm -hmm. which to, that should have been a red flag to me. Yeah, um, for crank stick for crankbaits, uh, and for me, we were talking about that offer, and for mm -hmm. chatterbaits, any swim baits that I use. I try to go either less moderate. than fast, moderate. If, yeah. Sometimes if you have like a medium heavy, there's you really can't have a medium heavy and have a slow or moderate action. Yeah. It's very hard because of the you know just how it's built. You know, you can't you can't have it two ways. So when I when I go like a medium heavy rod, I try to go as as slow action right now. For my chatterbait ones, I use the um, the Douglas um, seven foot seven foot six medium heavy moderate mm. to fast. So it's a, not a, as fast, but yeah, again moderate. It's a long rod. <laughs> I love I love I love to bomb cast out, especially yeah. when it comes to crankbaits. Yeah, I've always thought the longer the distance, the more that bait that crankbait is going to travel at its intended depth. That makes so, sense, yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about it. Um, I'm not much of a crankbait guy though, but I, I I know a little bit about it. I grew up fishing nothing but crankbaits and spinnerbaits with my dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like, like you said, I always used to lose fish on crankbaits, and I'm thinking it was because I was throwing on the wrong action. You know, I fast action rod. All I used to throw was six six, uh, six foot six inch rods. I don't know, like ten years ago. Looking back now, I'm like, that's why. I mean, I wasn't using a moderate rod. So, that's cool. Uh, funny thing, you mentioned the rod as your first. Um, that's your first, too? <laughs> yeah. I got, a, I got a rod that I, I... I bought the end of last year, but I used it all of this year, so I'm going to count it as one of the products I didn't really care for. Um, it's, not, it's not a horrible rod, but I, I just think there's better rods in that price range mm -hmm. that you could get for the money. And, uh, so my first, uh, worst product of 2020 is the, uh, 13 fishing fate black fishing rod. Mm -hmm. I, I just wasn't a fan of it. Um, I threw my spinner baits and crank baits on it. It was a seven foot three medium heavy. And, uh, the thing I don't like about it is their medium heavies feel like everybody else's medium. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like a medium heavy to me. Um, I got basically the same spec rod now from Douglas. It's one inch, one inch longer, but what? Yeah, one inch longer and a faster action, but it feels more stout than the uh, thirteen fishing rod, which is weird. I don't know why. I know every company's different, but. Um, <sighs> I think I broke two of those rods. I sent them in for warranty. Their warranty is good. You got, you send them like 20 bucks, 25 bucks, and then they'll send you a new one back. But I don't know. I broke a couple of them.
stuff that I would normally do, you know, like the kayak angler, you get the fish right up next to you in the boat and then you'd raise the rod butt. So you keep the tension on the fish while you're scooping with yeah. the net. I broke this rod twice doing that. And I'm like, I've never mm. done that with any other rod. Yeah. I do this exact, I have this exact like routine, how I net a fish and no other rod has broken like the 13 fishing rod has for me. It's weird, <clears throat> but it is what it is. Um, the other thing that I don't like about the rod is the reel seat or, uh, what you tighten down the reel with at the top. It's, it's plastic. It's cheap. Um, in every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. I just, I'm just not a fan of it. I just don't, I don't like the action of the rod. It just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't feel good. I don't, I don't even know why I bought it. I guess it was the green color. <laughs> you got that lime green one? God, that thing is ugly. <laughs> I thought it looked cool. So I was like, really? hey, I'll try that. It looks cool. Plus, uh, Drew Gregory uses 13 fishing. So I was like, I'm going to check him out. <laughs> he influence in my life because river guy, river guy. So. I've never tried of the any of the thirteen fish products. Like I know Fluke Master. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's still with them, but I he, he was with them for a while, or maybe he still is. I don't know. Um, but other than that, I haven't really like I've heard mixed reviews on the third on the thirteen yeah. reels. Yeah, same here. I I've never used the Concept Z and stuff yeah. like that, but heck, I mean, if Drew Gregory's using it, it has to be yeah. good. I mean, I've never used any of their high-end stuff above the fate black mm. so i've seen the omen i've checked that out in person it feels nice really light rod but i don't know if i would buy it or not um yeah that's my first first uh product that i didn't really care for this year cool and oh, if rocks. you guys have it out there and you guys use it um I'm not judging you or anything. <laughs> We're not crapping on anybody. It's just what works for us and what didn't work for us in this case. <laughs> yep. Cool. So let's hear your second product. My second product. Um, second product. God, I lost my train of thought there. Um, the This is going to maybe a surprise, but and I hate to say this one because I love the company. I think it's an awesome company, but this particular product so it surprisingly to me um, was not good, and it's the Seagar Abrex or whatever you. I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I I, I mispronounced that, but mm-hmm. the A, A, Abrex, whatever it is. I'm, again, I apologize. I love 
Seagar. I love Seagar. It's a great company. It's all it, the only lines that I use both um, for uh, fluorocarbon and braid. I love the braid too. Mm -hmm. But I switch back to the Invisix. And what I noticed with the Abrix is I don't know why it is, um, but I would cast it out. And sometimes, not necessarily a bird's nest, but you know when you're getting close, you, you still have it tuned in perfectly, and you almost get a bird nest. You see the line just mm -hmm. going crazy, but you manage it to use it up before you get a bird's nest. Yeah. Well, I had it a couple of times when I would cash, and that friction that costs would snap the line inside the real, um, the the reel. Like That's... I wouldn't lose my bait. I would all of a sudden start, you know, reeling in. I would um, listen like a click, like click, 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 click. And when I looked down, in the mm. in the reel, the line just snapped. It just created huh. so much friction that it snapped. I think. Uh... I think a lot of the times fluorocarbon uh, kinks up, and that's what causes it to break, right? I don't know, but I've never ha it has never happened to me on the Invincix, which is the one I switched back to. I yeah. wanted to use the Abrixes. I wanted to try it for jigs, um, you know, something, mm -hmm. or crankbaits, because I figured, okay, if I'm banging a crankbait on the rocky bottom, then I should get a line that it holds up more to, you know, abbreviation. Uh, again, I got the word. But holds up to you know that you know bang the line banging against rocks, sharp rocks, mm -hmm. and I thought it would be a good idea, but for whatever reason, it happened to me a couple of times that I was just cast out, you know. And when I looked down at my a reel, the line was snapped in two, hmm. and I was and like, that, "That's weird." Yeah, and I had uh, well, not kind of similar experience with their red label, which is a it's a cheaper fluorocarbon. I think it's like. Fourteen ninety nine for. Oh yeah, that one happened to me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use that uh, red label uh, uh, fluorocarbon this year, first time trying it, and uh, it was just, it just felt like it was too stiff. And I just wasn't a fan. I switched yeah. over to Sniper FC, and it feels um, much smoother than the uh, red label did, and I'm like. Do I justify spending the extra 12 bucks to <clears throat> uh, buy this nice stuff or do I just keep using this stuff? And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, throw that stuff away. And I've been buying Sniper FC ever since. I love that stuff, man. It is so smooth. It. it is so smooth. Yep. <clears throat> the reason why I got, I started using Seagull, first of all, because I noticed the Invisix, it worked great. Um, mm -hmm. I love it. Um, and I was doing some research on it. Find out that Seagar actually invented the whole fluorocarbon line, from what I understood. I may have gotten my facts wrong, but that's when I understood that they actually invented hmm. the their fluorocarbon or the you know components that make up a fluorocarbon. Um, and their six pound test line, which is the one I use for um, uh, finesse fishing uh, for like net rigs um, mm -hmm. and weightless senko, is actually like a six. 6.1 or 6.2, meaning that it's the strongest six pound test line out there. Yeah. It, um, I dude, love I, I have, Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to try that stuff that you use, the uh, Invisex. I've heard good stuff. Yeah, the Invisex is. Yeah, is a little cheaper too, right? The what? The Invisex yeah, yeah, is a little bit. Yeah. I haven't cheaper. tried their. Again, I don't, I don't know why they have to put it this hard to pronounce name, but the top. Ta, 
Tatus or Tatsus? I know Daniel Perry, he got a gift card or somebody gave him one or something like that. I have to ask him because that one is really expensive. It's like $40 for that's like for gamble 200 level, yards. Man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a lot. That's too rich for my blood right man. there. <laughs> yeah, same here. I cannot believe how expensive fluorocarbon is. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's like for the Sniper FC, it's $27.99 at the store. But if I buy it online, it's much cheaper. Ah, but that's even cheaper than that's even more expensive than in Visix. Yeah, it's like See, three bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, you you paying for something? Now. I, well, I mean, not to judge. I mean, if it works, it works. I don't oh, know dude. sniper. I don't know yeah. sniper. So I mean, it's it, extremely smooth. It's. Yeah. I, I was impressed. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Red red label. I'll throw that in there since you pull, uh, brought it up. Yeah. Bonus. <laughs> What's yours? What's your number two? Uh, all right. I I have I crap on this one all the time because I see people post it. The Calco's donkey leash. I hate that thing. <laughs> hate it. I don't use leash. I don't. I just. I, well, I, I stopped it. using it, and the reason why is because I lost my fish. My fifth fish using the donkey leash. I clipped it, put it in the water. He head shook. The fish was going. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, that's the leash to hold the fish? Yeah. But what are you using for? Like, are you like catching? While you're getting your, no, while you're getting your board ready to measure it. Does it take you that long? No, it's just you throw the fish in the water. It's better than leaving it in the net, you know, out of water. You know what I mean? Yeah, but is it? I don't know about that idea. Not to judge you, but I've seen other people do it. But to me, it's just, you're letting that fish, if you're in a tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is different when you're doing social media stuff. And you and I, we work, people need to understand, okay? We do a podcast. So it's kind of our job to provide social media for the podcast and for our sponsors. So when you're out there doing, taking pictures, people are looking at this guy taking selfies with the fish. Well, we kind of have to if we want to keep our sponsors. You know, it yeah. does saves us a, a bit of money here and there, especially when it comes to the rods. But oh, yeah. <laughs> that I get. Like, if you're gonna take pictures, but to me on a tournament, I just, I just, I don't want it to be too alive because otherwise it's gonna flop on the board, and I need to yeah. take that picture. So I liked it to have it tired out. I figured if you put him, you give him a chance to catch his second breath, kind of sort of speak, and then you bring him in. And now he's ready for to put up a fight again. Like, I just grab the board, take the picture, that's it, you're back in the water. Yeah, I'm pretty quick at it, too, and that's why I don't use leashes anymore. But back to the donkey leash here, um, I was in a tournament, and uh, it was a really hot 95-degree day in the middle of July. And I would, I caught my fifth fish. I was the only person to catch a limit that day, so I would have won the tournament. Nice. But... I had the fish clipped, put it back in the water, got my board ready. He head shook, came off. I ended up getting like fourth, I think, or fifth that Damn. day. Cost you a couple hundred, I bet. It co- it, yeah, it cost me money. And I was like, you know what? When I get home, this thing's going in the trash. When I got home, <laughs> I threw it in the trash. And uh, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you this. Before, before I threw it away, I looked at it. I was like, what caused that? Um, so... When you uh, clip the donkey leash onto the fish's lip, it pinches these two uh, plier-type things together, right? Yeah. 
Well, when you pinch the pliers together, you can pull the two uh, two um, plier things apart with not much force at all. I'm like, that's why he got off. Mm-hmm. So then I'm using fish grips now, which I'll I'll clip in the fish's mouth and then I'll wrap the bungee around so it don't get loose. Drop it in the water if I need to like paddle like offshore to get out of trees or something while I'm measuring the fish. But fish grips have never failed me. Donkey leash has failed me, so I will not touch that thing. I do not recommend that product to people. Um, like I said at the beginning of this uh, episode here, uh, Calco's does make some great products. I use the Battle Box. Love it. Hate the donkey leash. Don't buy it. <laughs> you go. I, dude, I, I can't stand it. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that use it, too. I don't. I should probably get into more, not least for fish, but for like Ooh. to keep my stuff around, mm-hmm. like the pliers, because I've been known to drop put, them. Throw, throw, no, throw the pliers on the water and put the <laughs> fish in the holder. I've been known to do that. Like, <laughs> believe it or I've not, I've seen I'm videos. Like, I like, oh, yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah. Fish goes in the water, pliers go in the holder. But I just, I'm so clumsy that I'll. You know, I'll probably make a mess. I'll probably like strangle myself to death with the between a bass flopping, a leash, and the line. I'm sure I'll die at yeah. some point. <laughs> um, yeah. If you guys out there have a donkey leash, I urge you to clip it shut and then pull the pliers apart. You're gonna see how easy it is. I'm telling you, burn it. And I've seen many posts. <clears throat> excuse me. I've seen many posts in a kayak bass fishing page where people are talking about it. They're going back and forth. I've never had an issue. Somebody else was like, I've lost fish on this thing. Same thing as me. So I'm not the only one losing fish on it. So that tells me there's a red flag. <clears throat> but that's all I got to say about it. Yeah, that's a product I don't need. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm just, I'm throwing them in the net now, letting it hang over into the water. It's just as easy. <clears throat> cool. <clears throat> all right. Uh, my turn again? Yeah. Okay, I got another. This is another line, but I have to keep it separately. I uh, again, when I started, I was trying to figure out what's you know worth spending extra money on, and what's you know what you can get away with trying to cut corners. And there's not a lot of stuff you can cut corners when it comes to fishing. There are some, and we'll probably do an episode on that. But one thing that you learn real quickly: don't cut corners is online. Um, mm-hmm. In the sense of the mm-hmm. and talking about the Abrex, I was not cutting corners because that thing was more expensive. Mm-hmm. But on this product, the spider um, line, spider wire. Oh my god, what a piece! Is of it braid? Jeez, first, first a... braid I've ever used with spider. Oh my, I didn't like it. They put so much. I bought it. First thing I noticed is they put so much coating in it that it was pasty. Yeah, and it was my first braid. No, correct. My first braid was Mega Cast. I got it in one of those MTB boxes, and that's why it's like, okay, I love braid now. I'm gonna spend more money going braid. So I figured, okay, well, the Mega Cast, I couldn't find it anywhere. That's the one that came mm-hmm. on the MTB box. So I went to like, okay, I'll do Spider, which is the cheapest one I could find. I think it's horrible. It was just pasty. It was just yeah. It was just pasty. I'm like, I couldn't I, get it. I was like, what is all this paste? I had the I same problem 
It's I'm horrible. You, that stuff dyes your fingers and dyes oh my your fingers. God. The reel was first couple of casts. I looked at my reel. My hand is all green. <laughs> yep. My reel, which is black, was completely covered in green slime. I'm like, what the? It broke off easily. I didn't end up using the whole thing. I just threw it away. Don't. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible product. I agree with you. That is a horrible product. It is the fact that when you open that case and you see that paste on it, you can tell it was done cheaply. Like they just spray painted that thing mm. once it was already packaged or something. <laughs> they should be, I am sorry, I'm not usually this like this critical, but th mm. that company should be ashamed of themselves with that product. I'm sorry. Spiderwire is a piece of crap. I would not recommend it to anyone unless they up game up. I mean, updating in the last few years, I think sucks. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know. It sucks. I don't know if they've came out with anything lately or not. <clears throat> but yeah, same, same. I've had the same issue. That's funny. What are you uh, using now, braid wise? Cigar. I just stay with cigar. Okay. I'm using um, Power Pro. Power Pro is pretty good too. I like it. I've heard so many bad things about Power Pro. The one thing that turned me off of Power Pro is like when I went to my local tackle shop. And I would ask them sometimes, you know, um, especially because I have a good relationship with them. I said, hey, do you uh, spool the line for me? And they'll spool it for free. Mm -hmm. But if it's a free one, they'll use Power Pro. Okay. So I was like, okay. And then they had other lines. They'll say, we'll spool it. but it, It's know, expensive it's, line, man. It's, it's an upcharge. And I was like, okay, so if you're spooling with Power Pro, that <laughs> means that's a cheap one. So no. I don't hey. know. I never used it. I never it's expensive. It. I I love Power Pro. That's good stuff. I never used it. I like but it yeah, it, may, it might be good. Like I said, I never used it. But I I to stick with Seagar, probably because it's the one I've used after Spider. So yeah, product you use after Spider Wire, it's gonna be better, and you're gonna fall in love <laughs> with it because that's how much you're gonna hit Spider Wire. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it is. Was was that your last product? Mm, no, I have another one that's not really related to fishing, but oh, that's right. Yeah, but go ahead. Well, you have one. Yeah, I got one more here. Um, it, I don't really hate it, but it's the Abu Gar Abu Garcia uh, Revo X reel. Uh yeah, spinning reel. Um, if you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language, and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call. For everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt. And nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls. We speak the language. Primos. I just, uh, sorry. I got tonight, so it's, uh, 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 kind of struggling. <laughs> No, I, I was working around plywood dust all day. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, the Revo X. I, I've I used to wade fish a lot, so I used to dunk my reels in the water and have all that, all those kind of issues and stuff. Uh, Fluger, I mean, you drop those things in the water and they still feel exactly the same as they did when you took them out of the box. Uh, the Revo X, not the case. You get water in that thing and it grinds. It grinds, and I've had I've had two of them now, and both springs in the bale 
have failed. Both have grinded after getting water in them. And being a kayak angler, <clears throat> this is a wet sport. You put your reel in the deck of the boat, it's going to get wet. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't feel that that is a reel that you need to be using while you're kayak fishing. If you're on a boat, I would probably use it. In a kayak, probably not. I'm going to st- Shimano or, like I said, Fluger. Fluger's, oh, man, they're, they're just so price affordable and reliable. I'm going to check so, out Fluger. Oh, man. The Flu- uh, Fluger president, they had one called the Fluger Purist that I used to love. It was like a $79 reel. Um, they got the Supreme now and the Supreme X- XT, all great reels. But yeah, Revo X wasn't impressed. Yeah. I knew at <clears throat> Bailey from a um, serious angler. Serious angler. He was like, "You're not gonna like it. You should have went with the Dawa Fuego or something." I think it was called. Bailey always has an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows his stuff though. He does. He does. He's a very he's a very good angler. Let me say that. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I should have known, but. I didn't know. That's the thing. But now all you know. So if you get your Revos wet, they're going to grind because it's happened to me a couple times. Well, now that you mentioned that, now I got two. Because <laughs> I just remembered and I just, and I'm going to try the Fluger because I've just been having problems with the Shimano Sedona, which has, I don't know, maybe I got just got the lemon the runt of the litter or something because i know the reviews on it were great like i read the reviews but that same thing with the shimano sedona gets a little bit of a moisture and it won't lock Mm -hmm. it won't lock it happened to me three times Mm -hmm. thankfully none of the times have been where i caught a fish i wouldn't have been able to caught a fish because it wouldn't lock but it's because i got snagged i'm like oh it's not it's not locking and then all of a sudden, I I think it's because it got wet because the next day it'll work fine. Yeah. So if it's something after broken, it dries out. Yeah, if something is broken, it's not gonna get fixed itself. You know, if it's broken, yeah. it's broken. If it's broken piece, it's a broken piece. But that's why me like, well, wait a minute, maybe it's because it got wet. And it happened to me uh Thursday. Thursday, same thing. It happened again, and that's the last one. I throw it in the trash. Um, I've had it for years. So the Shimano Sedona, I love Shimano reels. Don't get me wrong. I love Shimano. These SLX, the Corrados, they're amazing. The only other reel that I use other than Shimano is the Abu Garcia um, um, Revo EXD, mm-hmm. which for crankbaits, it's an amazing reel. That I think that's the best reel. And it kind of flies under the radar. But that Revo EXD, that's an amazing reel. I'm not... Completely sold on all the Abu Garcia reels. I also have the um, another. I forgot which one it is. Forgot the name of it, but it's the big one for big baits, not the Toro. It's the other name. Um, and I have mixed reviews on it. But uh, regardless, the Shimano Sedona. I don't know, man. It's just it's a piece of crap. I threw it away. I think it was hey. yesterday or before yesterday. That just goes to show you that you get what you pay for. Well, it's not cheap either. It's like $69 on retail. I'm looking it up right now. I wanted to make sure I got the same one. I mean, it's not super expensive, $69. But compared to, let's say, the Mac 2 by Luz, 
which I'm I'm I I don't like their bait casters. Loose mm-hmm. bait casters and I don't like them at all. But their Mac um spinning uh bait casters, they're kind of heavy, they're on the heavy side. Yeah. They're pretty solid, pretty dur- pretty durable. They're yeah, a little bit that. too heavy, yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, I, I I do I have a couple loose speed spool LFSs and I I like those. Uh one is kind of starting to fail me, but I've had one it's going That's, on like five years now. It's a workhorse for me. Yeah. Um, but I've had their Mac. I like Shimano orange. better. Yeah. Oh, no. Shimano yeah. stopped on the line. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And Shimano is not just reels. I, mean, I love mountain biking. And when it comes to mountain biking, you ask any mountain biker, when we're talking about derailers, um, best derailers out there in the market are, are Shimano. Mm-hmm. For yeah. mountain biking, for bicycling, for cycling in, in any case. So they're, they're, when it comes to those... Stuff like that, they really know their stuff. Cool. Yeah, so uh, if you have a Revo X spinning reel, just be weary. Uh, try not to get it wet. Yeah, same with the Shimano Sedona. Not good if you're on a kayak. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your uh, unrelated? Kind of unrelated. Okay, so like yeah, we were talking I'm, about. I'm interested to hear this one. Like we were talking about, you know, when when we do the podcast and we, we kind of have our own um, – sponsors and stuff like that mm-hmm. um not that that's the most important thing but we do have we do expect it you know in my case especially with douglas we're expected to bring some content into you know what we're doing so a lot of it is technology growth and stuff like this little i'm gonna put if you're watching it on youtube because i can hardly read it read it i'm sorry it's the i don't know if you can see it can you read it 128 megabyte yeah the i don't know how Memory cards work because they all say SanDisk, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's a different company uh, that I don't know how it works. Anyways, but this one is Image Mate Pro. Half the time I'll get uh, uh, encrypted error on it, and I lose mm-hmm. my footage when I'm out the water. Oh, that so, sucks. Oh, my God. So, thankfully, it hasn't really – at the times that, I've, that it, it hasn't worked, fortunately, the days that – I get skunk, which happens more often than I would like to admit. <laughs> but, um, you know, every now and then, all of a sudden, I'll get, like, an encrypted, uh, encrypting error or, or, or SD card error or stuff like that. So if you're going to buy an SD card and you're really on having, you know, making sure that thing records because it's memories, you can't necessarily recreate. Yeah. Don't, don't go for a cheap one. In this case, again, Image Made Pro. It's uh, it's a piece of crap, and I know it's the card because I've, I've used other cards on that GoPro and I've never had a problem. But this is particular that, card was half the time. Is that one of those five dollars specials on Amazon? Probably was. I don't. <laughs> it's an old one. It's before even I started fishing. Yeah, but oh, it I is. Got you. Yeah, it is. I know they're like some of them are rated for like the memory storage is different from the rating for high def definition and action camera this is rated for high definition action cameras so it's okay. not that i'm using the rom product for the run application no this is advertised for high speed action cameras high definition so i am using the right product in the right application it's just this company again image made um that particular card and may have gotten the run of the litter but works half the time hmm. interesting that's good to know, though. Yeah, I know a lot of fishermen record their stuff. Yeah, 
and even if you're not doing it for for a sponsor stuff like that it's it's good to watch you you know see what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong i'm actually going to do a breakdown of you saw the of my latest uh fish that i lost because i was re-watching oh, yeah. it and i figured a bunch of stuff that i figured hey you know what i did this 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 wrong so for those out there that are learning you know to fish or kayak fish especially kayak fishing was a lot of movement you know a lot more yeah. um, dynamic it's different than fishing from a shore from a boat if you can take your gopro see what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong when you miss a fish go back to the video see what you could have done better and analyze it because there's a lot of stuff that open your eyes and figure out oh, man there's some interesting stuff i'm going to do a video a breakdown on it because there's a lot of interesting stuff that i watched just by the video hmm. yeah it's interesting i never really thought of, thought of it as a learning tool for myself uh, i've always stayed away from recording footage of the on the river because you know i don't want people see where i'm fishing <laughs> oh wait and that's the thing local guys that would be just for yourself like yeah oh i got you yeah, yeah that yeah, makes for sense. yourself unless i find like a cool little clip in there that doesn't show anything in the background <laughs> yeah <laughs> well cool we hit uh some products we didn't really care for this year uh is there anything you're looking forward to for 2021 man i'm gonna get more active on the, the tournament scene um well product wise oh product wise i'm sorry yeah. my bad not personally product wise um man not really you want to see what seaman brings next i'm always yeah. always interested what seaman's gonna bring next because i think that I they make such a great product oh yeah um on every level you know um <clears throat> They just they just hit it out of the ballpark. Some products I'm not really a fan of, like the um, zinker um, worms. To me, they I don't like it. Not that they don't yeah. work. Catherine feels swears by them, and that's where she, she definitely gets the results she wants with it. Mm -hmm. I just haven't got adjusted to it. But I mean, pretty much Seaman is a great company, man. Always looking yeah. out to what they're bringing out next year. We're on the same wavelength because the product that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I don't know if it's released or not yet. I haven't seen it, but uh, the Willow vibe that they talked about. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw eight ounce jig head with the little uh, Willow chatterbait type thing on the. That is genius, and I cannot wait till they come out because that's going to be a river smallmouth killer, man. Throw a grub on there. Throw a small swim bait. Uh, two and three quarter, uh, three and a quarter swim bait. Uh, you, I don't even know. You could t throw a twister tail on there, like Mr. Twister brand. You used to kill smallmouth on a pink jig head with a chartreuse Mr. Twister with a silver flake in it. And that would go awesome on the Willow vibe. Cannot wait for that product. Yeah, that's, I mean, Seaman hit it out of the ballpark with their jackhammers, man. And now they're like doubling down on it. <laughs> like they're putting blame yeah. on anything. Heck yeah, um, that's a good idea. I, I would have never thought about that. Yeah. Um, they're like that product you just saw right there. It's kind of like a scrounger. So I wonder if it's like, to me, I always like, I always like to look for a product that matches the same result, for example, as the jackhammer, just because the jackhammers are so expensive. And to me, they're worth it because of the results I got. But if I can find a bait that gives me the same results as Jack Hammer, it doesn't cost as much, I'll totally be into it. Okay. So 
It kind of does look like a scrounger. It kind of is. It's kind of like the same concept of a scrounger. Scrounger is like the scrounger's blade is uh, fixed to the jig yeah. head, kind of like a uh, crankbait would be. Yeah, Got, the willow me, vibe moves back and forth. Yeah, the scrounger is more like a poor man's um, chatterbait. Or jackhammer, <laughs> so you. it moves the whole thing back and forth. Yeah. Okay, I got. I it. started using this year. I got a nice bite on on the scorn I started using it for the first time. I got that idea of Dan Perry, out of Dan Perry. We're talking about the jackhammer. It's just like try the scorn That looks like another bait that'd be a smallmouth river killer, man. Because uh, there's if there's anything that you fish in the river that you should fish in the river, it's a ball head jig, man. Just because it comes through rocks so easy, it bounces off the bottom, and you don't get hung up as much. It, it's nice. I love ballhead jigs. So it's awesome. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, that was that was it. That's all I had planned for the episode. Um, unless you wanted to go into some goals for twenty twenty one, you were going to. So no, no, no. I was just I you know mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what. Um, I'm good, man. It's up to you. Sure, sure. If you, I, you know me, I'll talk. I'll talk all night about fishing. It's as long as you want to record, we'll record. So, but let's do yeah. it. Let's give the listeners some uh, bonus content here. What bonus content. All right. Hit, hit your goals for 2021. Um, more active on the tournament scene. Um, more nationally. I'm. I plan to do a little bit of the uh, Hobie BOS. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Not putting expectation of winning or anything like that. Just. Maybe maybe I'll get a result that's good enough to for at least one trail to get me to the TOC. We'll see. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to be disappointed. Um, Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be disappointed. And I, at the end of the day, it's just fishy, man. I just want to enjoy it. I kind of like to put it on a measuring stick to see how I measure up to some of those great anglers out there. But I by no means think that I'm going to be go out there and you know consistently <laughs> – Watch out, Russ Snyder. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Bass is coming through. Move, move, move. move Nothing to worry about me. They're going to be like, yeah, man, more money for my pocket. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Feel that pot. (laughs) But Bass Nation is coming to Texas, from what I understand. Steve Owens, which has been for a while now trying to get a trail director for Texas. I think, from what I understand, I'm not going to say the name because I don't, it's kind of unofficial. At least from from the way I got uh, the information, but apparently they do have a trail director, and Bass Nation is going to have finally. It's I shouldn't say finally because Bass Nation just started doing yeah. kayak trails, you know, so it's not like we've been waiting for years when it comes to Bass Nation. But um, it looks like they're going to have a, a trail dedicated to kayak fishing in Texas. Yeah. So. I'm waiting for their uh, Bassmaster or the Elite Trail for kayaks to see if they have another stop other than the Classic. If they have another stop other than the Classic, they might, might do that as well. That'd be sweet. Yeah. You'll be able to go to the Classic next year, right? Where is it? Uh, Texas? Yeah. It's going to be uh, – it's actually where I live. In, um, Dude. You better forward. go to the expo and stuff then. Oh yeah, no, I'll be. I already talked to Kevin Johnson. I'll, if, yeah, if they'll dude. have me. They'll have me. I'll be on the Douglas booth, Heck um, yeah. or at least being out there, you know, um, mingling with some of the pros. That's but yeah, awesome. no, I'll definitely be be up there. I'm not going to compete. I didn't participate yeah. in any, uh, anything to qualify for it. So I wish I would have. Um, but this year, contrary to last, to well, next year, contrary to this year, 
it's by invite only. It's not open like yeah. it used to be. So I, I do I hope they have the expo just for yourself. Oh yeah. Oh well yeah, that's the other thing. The yeah, kind of forget about the whole pandemic thing. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yep. That's some cool goal goals set for you, man. Uh, yeah. mine mine aren't very mine aren't that high because dude, it's high if it's for you. It's yeah. like I can't I can't afford to do the Hobie Bass Open and stuff. So I think next year I'm gonna stick local still. I just have fun doing it. Um, hit more river tournaments. Uh, Paddle and fin trail. Uh, I'm yeah. I'll probably do a couple of those. I was gonna try to do all of them, but I the job that I took, I ended up work uh, back with my old job, so I don't oh. get those Fridays off. Um. Oh, I didn't. I haven't said anything about this yet. But one five three baits. I had them on a few episodes ago. I oh, yeah. I am helping them product design stuff specifically for the river. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so so if if there's anybody out there, if there's something that you want or some kind of setup that you want us to tinker with or paint scheme on a crankbait or anything, send me a message, dude. I will I will pass that along to the owner and I will try to make that happen for you. You need someone to sponsor? You want to sponsor me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I'm not even I'm not even getting anything for this. I just I want to be part of the design process. I think that's cool. Um, it's been something that I've wanted to do for a while. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that company. It's not yeah. in my area, but uh, they're uh, cool. Matt. They're cool guys, man. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, Matt. Matt was going to be on yep. tonight, and we we're going to talk a little bit about it, but. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. He's uh, in New York and uh, at work, so I can't make it out there. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, doing some different things with them, stuff like that. Uh, just keep grinding, doing the podcast thing. I love it. Yep. It's it's what I love to do after I'm not – or when I'm not fishing, for sure. Definitely. If, if, I, if I could uh, record a podcast with you guys every night, I would. It's so I know, fun. right? I always like, I need to get a special guest, but it's like, I'd rather talk to my buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny you say that because uh, Andrew Hayes from the uh, Tackle Talk podcast, he's like, dude, I'm kind of jealous of you guys because you're that's a segment. great podcast, too. Oh, man. Best produced podcast I, yes. I listen to. It's so yeah. good. Shout out to that guy. He, uh, he yeah. I love podcasts that are really structured. That one and Paddler's Playbook down in South Texas. I love how they're kind of structured. They even have like a kind of band of white introducing them to the segment, which I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Paddleist Playbook and Tackle Talk podcast, man. I love that they're so structured, especially yeah. Tackle Talk. Any, I think it it's cool because of what, what he's trying to project, you know, it's yeah. to talk he's about. He's an honest dude to tackle. too. Yeah. 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 Like he'll he'll talk he'll straight up tell you like something like an episode we done tonight this product sucks I don't like it but going back to what he said to me um, 
he's like, I'm kind of jealous of you guys because your episode or your, or your segment is more oh, yeah, you talking it. to your buddies, you know, hanging out, talking to your buddies. And that's what it is. And I like that, you know, yeah, so, uh, we're keep doing it. It's going to be fun. And you, that was a, one of my favorite episodes you've had uh, with him. Yeah, that was um, that was a good one. Seems like a nice dude. I haven't met him. I don't know why he thinks the bandito bugs overrated. I have to talk to him about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, did you listen to that whole episode? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I can't I remember all of it, but he was yeah. I was kind of I was throwing a jab at it because I remember he saying he got a lot of slack for yeah. it. You know, he got a lot of like hate mail. You know, death threats well, he, by mail. <laughs> he threw the cinco in there too. I was like, dang, no, that's that's too basic. If anybody says, hey, they're not durable, yeah, you're right. Neither the Medito bug nor the Senko are durable at all. You'll be lucky to get one bite out of it, but you mm-hmm. will get a bite out of it. That's pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I forgot what I was going to say. It's all good, though. <laughs> um. Oh, well, this is the last episode of uh, 2020, so... Oh, you're closing out the year? Yeah, this is our my last episode for the year. Cool. Everybody's last up. episode is this week. Yep. So this episode airs when? Thursday. Thursday? There's no Friday? Oh, I there's one. Yeah, there's Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. I think doo is the last one on Sunday. Oh, okay. So he closed out the year. Okay, so you got... Yep. So this, this is goes just out my last episode of the year. Oh, the reason why I asked, too, is because I'm the one probably uploading it now. Oh, are you? Idea. Yeah, I'm helping <laughs> Brian out. Okay, cool. Such a whiner, that Brian. Not kidding. He's a great dude. <laughs> he needs some help. Yeah, I know how to do it does. too, man. Yeah, Brian, I can help you out, man. Dude, accept the <laughs> help, man. We um, love you, Brian. Uh, yeah. So, with that said, what is your favorite episode of the year, real quick? For my podcast, or just in yeah, general? For for yours. Oh man, that's that's a hard one. Uh, uh man, I have so many. I know my most popular episode and the one that I've actually learned a lot from it was the one with Dan Perry, um, fishing uh beat oh, yeah. legends. That was a good that one. that was before I joined panel joined panel and fin. And of I sometimes go back to my anchor account to you know, see how see how my old podcasts are doing if anyone's um kind of got into a trend and that one is always on the up it's got like it's one of my latest one but yet is the the one that has the most uh listens to and views on Mm. youtube on my old channel so i loved it but yeah i've always i i like to that was when i was doing the whole kayak fishing 101 and i love that episode but i really love live stories like yeah i I love that yeah, that's what I want to bring. I know there's a lot of great anglers out there to talk about, you know, this product or how this tournament went. And that's great. There's, I'm not, you know, throwing shade at that. That's awesome. We need podcasts like that. But I figure one thing that is not that I don't think a lot of uh, or any. Well, they, I'm sure there are some, but that that podcasts out there, they give you the backstory of the anglers. Yeah. You know, they're struggling lives, you know, how they got to where they are. And it, and especially with, with the kayak fishing, there's a lot of people that choose kayak fishing to deal with um, life issues that mm-hmm. they may have, whether it's depression, alcoholism, um, cancer, cancer, a couple of those guys. The, Bob, yeah. Bob, Bobby, Bobby. Mooring episode. And I love the, one. I love the feedback to me. I have one gentleman post 
he didn't tag me, but I saw the post where he said that that episode helped him with what he's going through in his life. And he was thanking Bobby for bringing it out. So yeah. that to me is the ultimate goal. That now, granted, not everybody that I bring has that, you know, coming out of the ashes story, which is great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a great, inspiring story. But at the end of the day, you'd rather not have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, but so not everybody has that, I mean, that epic backstory. And that's fine. But those that do, I love Catherine Fields. I, I've gotten so much respect. Uh, I have so the utmost respect for Catherine Fields and his journey. That she's a hero to me. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. If you haven't heard of Catherine Fields? Go to not just my podcast, Dark Waters. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm going on a uh, binge here, but yeah, she's she's one of my all time favorite kayak fishing. She puts in a lot of work too. I hope Dude. she. I hope she wins, man. That'd be awesome. No, yeah, I'm. I would. I literally think I'll cry tears of joy if she ever <laughs> wins like a big name tournament. That would be awesome, dude. Uh, it's just amazing. <laughs> that woman is amazing. True yeah. warrior, champion. I might be a little biased here, but I. I liked uh, when you had my buddy Matt Souders on. Oh, Matt, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, Matt talked about some things that. Uh, yeah. That, and that also, that one also got a, some feedback of people just telling me, hey, nice. you know, that that kind of helped me um, reach out. You ought to reach out to Derek Brundle. He has a crazy story. Yeah. And actually, uh, Bobby Morin uh, was telling me how that's it. It all goes full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Morin was telling me how that episode of Derek Brundle with Scott Butcher, which yep. did, Scott Butcher is my inspiration to do this type of podcast because I know Scott Butcher does that or used to do that when he had his podcast. I don't know if he still does. does. But anyways, um, that story with Derek Brundle helped Bobby Morin kind of like go through some dark times, help him get through some dark times. Um, and then I bring in Bobby Morin. I'm honored to have him because at the end of the day, it's of Bobby's story, not my story. I'm just yeah. asking the questions. I'm and I just all I can do is hope that I ask the right questions. But then somebody else is saying, "Well, Bobby's story helped me go through a bad time." So you see how it kind of, you know, you get what you give in life. You know, one thing, yeah. one action led to another action that led to another action. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I like about your segment. It's cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I love yeah. your segment too. It's all right. I, like I enjoy it. talking cool. to everybody in the industry. That's for sure. Um, I, I'd have to say the Bioino uh, episode was probably my favorite of the year. It was a good uh, one. That was a good one. The one you did with Jimmy uh, with um, social, like uh, not social media, like uh, camera action cameras and stuff like that. That is that so really crazy. Good. We got so much feedback on that, and me and him literally sat down before we recorded. We're like, "What are we going to talk about?" Yeah, because you didn't have this whole structured data thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then when you have Bimeo, I know when, when you have Bimeo, he kind of corrected Jimmy and you on certain things that you had said. There was like, oh no, it really doesn't work that way. So I, I know what I get what you're saying. It wasn't like really this informative vi- um, uh, episode that you had, but I think sometimes when you have stuff like that, it kind of gets lost in translation and people don't really appreciate it. But when you have two buddies just talking it out and based on their experience, not this scientific knowledge is more relatable. Yeah. Yeah. You need those for the scientific knowledge. Like you said, you need the industry leaders talking to you for sure. Like bio, you know, 
Yeah. And that, that one got a lot of feedback for us as well. It was a good one. Yep. And the Z-Men, both of them are pretty Oh, good. yeah, of course. I was so I jealous. Mean, you don't even have to talk. Dude, I had an episode with Glenn Young. He, I, he talks and does the episode for you. <laughs> I had my podcast before I joined you, and I was dead jealous of you when I heard that. <laughs> before I joined Paddle I'm like, dang it. Hey, he Why would be, he a, get cool guy. He'd be uh, a cool guy on your segment too, though, because he's been through the industry with different companies. I'll bring him in. That'd be cool. It'd be so. cool if he sponsors us too. <laughs> Throwing it out there, yeah. Z-Man. Come on. <laughs> Well, we're winding down here, so uh, thanks for coming on, Armando. It was fun. Thank you, buddy. It's an honor to be here. Yep. Uh, guys, last episode of the, of the year, you will won't hear from me until January. January 7th or something like that. So uh, I know you guys are probably shouting uh, cheers of joy for that. So <laughs> going to be a dark Christmas for you all without <laughs> Brad Hicks. <laughs> no, find me on social media. I, most of you guys already do anyway. So I, I engage with everybody. Look for um, the yellow suit. Yeah. Big bird. What's up? <laughs> J- Josh from dark waters. He ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> well, all right. With that said, we'll close this out. Everybody have a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Stay safe through the pandemic over the holidays it's no joke so and uh we'll see you next year or your pfds see ya yeah where your pfds thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin don't forget to go check out our website at paddle the letter n fin.com don't forget to check out the youtube channel at paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest on a future episode feel free to email us at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media at paddle and fin on facebook and instagram shout out to our show supporters angler the angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs trc covers protect your investment catch products shout out to catch products go to catchproducts.com and put the paddle in fin logo directly on your catch board shout out to Jigmasters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com use promo code pnf20 and save 20 percent on all your jig and tackle needs when you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.